You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Ismax. 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 Yeah. And paper bag puppet is, you know, it's a little bulky. It doesn't have a lot of um, very nuanced or like I don't know movement. what you're talking about, Andy <laughs> Red Yarn. Welcome to Ear Snacks. That's Andrew. And that's Polly. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Andrew? Oh, oh wait, we're wait, talking wait, wait. about... Wait, no, no, no. Let yeah. me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me oh, guess. okay. Sure, yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's Tuesday and <laughs> it's wet outside, mm-hmm. sometimes dry. So <laughs> it's dry outside, but my socks are wet. So maybe we're talking about um, what you eat when the moon is out? What you- <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) Polly, shall I tell you a tale, a long meandering tale about what this podcast is about? What? A long meandering tale? What are you talking? Oh, wait a second. Is this some kind of clue? Yeah, yeah. I'm giving you a clue. Wait, no, 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 no. no. I don't want any clues from you. Sheesh. But I will take some clues from our friends. Friends? Are you there? Hello, people. Hi, Andrew and Polly. Hi, Andrew and Polly. My name is Dot. Dirty. Lila. And I live in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. California. Marina Del Rey. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness you're here. I'm trying to guess what we're talking about today, so can I have some hints? You can make stuff with it. I like to make braids, crochet, and knit. I like to knit. And do punch needle and latch hooking. Latch hooking? Okay. Use it to tie stuff together. And looming. And possibly even use it as a whip. A whip? Yeah. What does it look like? It looks like thin or thick rope. It looks like little bits of fuzz. Hmm. And what does it feel like? Feels soft. <gasps> oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. You know? I know, you know what, what we're is? talking about. You know? We're talking about yarn. Yard? Yarn. 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 <laughs> what, what is, is yarn? yarn? Yarn is... So, yarn is like, it's like... Yarn is fragile to play with. It's fun to play with. And you could be crazy with it. There are different types of yarn, so sometimes it can feel soft. Feels soft. Some yarn is really soft. Does it always feel soft? Sometimes it can feel scratchy. Sometimes it's really thin. Smooth and velvety and fluffy. Sometimes it's thick and sometimes it's medium. Sometimes it's pretty squishy. There's a lot of different ways to feel yarn. What is yarn made of? It's made of like, I mean, it looks like a fuzz, like strings or a lot of different things, maybe. What animal does yarn come from? That's a sheep, obviously. Sheep hair. Pretty true. What's another name for sheep hair? Wool or something. Wool. The wool. Yarn is like wool. Fun sheep. 
Well, that's at least what I've heard. Spun into like a rope. Twisted into yarn. How do your fingers like to work with yarn? My fingers are like working on stuff and they're like moving around. They just move, people. Tied knots, pull string through loops. How'd you learn to do that? Usually people telling you how. I learned to do stuff from my school teacher. At school, they taught me. By my mom telling me how. Sometimes when I just like see something they do with yarn and it seems easy, I just kind of do it and it works. Does it always work out when you're trying to do something with yarn? No. Not always. Sometimes, like, I lose one of my stitches or something. Sometimes the yarn gets in, like, knots and you can't pull it through. And sometimes you, like, lose a stitch or the yarn accidentally rips. So it's hard knitting. What does that feel like? Annoying and, like, frustrating. But if you practice enough, it will turn into something actually pretty cool. Hmm. What else can people do with yarn? People could do a lot of things. Like they could make pom-poms. They could tie it around their head. Probably make a jump rope. They could finger knit. Knit with it? Or make bracelets, necklaces. They could... Oh, you can make hats and scarves and gloves and socks. Clothes can be made out of yarn. Fabric. Fabric. Fabric, thread, or yarn. They could be made out of cotton. Maybe string sometimes. String. Sweaters. Probably pants. They could crochet. What if you had, like, a lot of yarn? A lot of yarn? Like, so much. Like, a lot, lot. You could, um... Give somebody in your family a mustache to prank them. <laughs> you can knit a big sweater because you need a lot of yarn to knit sweaters. If you had a really, really long piece of yarn, then I would probably, like... Wrap it around your house as a decoration. Knit, like, a huge stuffy or something. You could use it as a jump rope. You could make a twizzle. Ooh, what's a twizzle? It's where you get three colors of yarn and twist them in different directions. And you pull it together and the yarn twists around itself and it forms like a rope. And it's really cool. Cool! Yarn is awesome. That you can do so many different things with it. They could do a lot of things with yarn. Thanks, y'all. I feel so cozy now. (laughs) Polly. I wonder who we could ask about yarns. Somebody who likes yarn. Someone who likes yarn. Someone who, um, do you have a friend named Yarn? Because that would be awesome if you just knew someone named Yarn. You could be like, hey, Yarn, want to talk about you? I know a Mr. Yarn, although he goes by Andy sometimes. Uh-huh. And, or Red, Mr. Oh. Red Yarn. Oh, yeah, 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 know? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Let's call him up. We'll give him a buzz. Okay. Yarn, yarn. Yarn, yarn. Yarn yarn. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Mr. <gasps> yarn speaking. Hey, oh, Andy. Andrew Polly, hi. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm uh I'm hanging in there. So, we have a lot of friends who are thinking about the things they can make in their houses. Oh, I love that. Do you ever make anything in your house? Yes, definitely. Does it ever involve a material called 
a yarn. Yes, in fact, I'm a puppeteer. I perform with music and puppets in my shows under the name Red Yarn. Red Yarn. I use yarn when I'm building puppets for my shows. And a lot of times I use yarn when I'm building puppets with children, my own children. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. What? I have a six-year-old and three-year-old. Whoa. Are we the same person? No, we're not the same person. No. My name is not Red Yarn. No, you have a different name. I have a different name. <laughs> uh, question, though. Yeah. How did you get that name Red Yarn? Yarn was sort of this alter ego I created, and I made a big red beard out of red yarn, and I would wear it on top of my real red beard to kind of add to the sort of like puppetiness of, of, of myself. Oh, so you had a puppety part. Yeah, because yarn can be like uh, the material that you could build a puppet out of, or it can be like an old story, like a folk tale or yeah. a folk song. I've heard that before. I've heard a, a story could be called a yarn. Yeah. Sort of meandering tale, sort of like a winding line that sort of getting to this point. The idea that a storyteller weaves a story, kind of pulling these different elements out of thin air, the way that you'd kind of gather thread to make a yarn. Mm. Oh, because a yarn is really many pieces of thread all twisted up together. Twisted into yarn. Yeah, and I feel like good stories have lots of different threads moving through them. Yeah. Good stories sort of connect to other stories from the past. And then when you're done, you ball them all up and put them in your pocket. <laughs> sure. And walk down the road till they fall out somewhere else. Exactly. exactly. Well, it turns out we're secret yarn lovers. <laughs> it's not such a secret anymore. <laughs> You are listening to Ears. Radio. Polly, do you knit? Oh, yeah. I like to knit. Do you use yarn in your knitting? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I use yarn. Yeah. You can knit knits <laughs> to make knit knits to make knit 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 knits. I knit little mice. Then I stuff them with catnip and then give them to cats and they play with them because cats really like catnip. Cats like to they play, play with it. Yarn. And they roll it around and they try to catch it. Sometimes they like scratch at it, get it all winded up. Cats think yarn's really like fun, but cats don't fingernail with it. Why do you think cats like yarn so much? I don't know. No idea. Only a cat could answer that. You know, I don't know, but maybe because it's soft and... Their nails are so sharp, so it must feel good to, like, dig into the yarn ball. Andrew, do you ever have, like, little pieces of yarn thread sticking out of your clothes? Sometimes. Definitely. I have a lot of clothes with loose strings sticking out. Like, so many. So what do you do when you see a loose thread? Play with them. Sometimes I just let them be and sometimes I pull on them. What is it about yarn? Why am I drawn to it? You mean like yarned to it? <laughs> Knitted to it? Yeah, yeah, threaded yeah. to it? Weaved to it? Well, there's different kinds of yarn. There's, you know, different colors of yarn. There's Wait, different whoa, materials of yarn. There's different colors of yarn? You can dye it so it's colors. So it looks very, like, colorful. Well, like, for I example. I thought all yarn was red. Red yarn? No, no, no. There's no. my cousin blue yarn, oh. my other cousin orange yarn, orange. my other cousin green yarn. Green, pink, bright brown, or maybe even tan. Black. Black. 
or purple. And in this case, it's purple. You have a lot of family. It's a big family. <laughs> oh, I bet it looks like a party when y'all are all together. Yeah, it's a big old giant woven rainbow. It's great. It's <laughs> If I were to find some yarn around my house, Andy, mm-hmm. if I wanted to, say, make a character out of some other materials that include yarn, yarn. where could I start? Well, one thing I've been doing a lot of with my three-year-old daughter in particular is we've been making a lot of paper bag puppets. Oh. Have you ever made a paper bag puppet? I have. It's been a really long time, but I've done it's that. so fun and it's so easy. So if you take like a, a lunch bag kind okay. of paper bag, mm-hmm. a smaller one. Wait, I have a really big one. Can I do that? Sure, you could make a big character okay. with a big one. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, because that's what I'm, hold on one second. I've got it right here. <laughs> crumple, crumple. Yeah. Okay, all right. So talk me through this because I've got this. And here's one for you, Andrew. Oh, thanks. Crumple, okay. crumple. Yeah. Yeah. So if you turn it upside down, like you're going to dump out your lunch on the table. Okay, mm. cool. So not like I'm going to put groceries in it, but the right, other right, way. Right. <laughs> oh, egg, sorry. I just had to put it on my head. I'll take it off. I'll take it off. Okay. And then reach your hand up inside of it. Got it. And then when you get to the little foldy part at the bottom, see if you can mm. bend your fingers over the top. Oh, I can. That flap at what is the bottom of the bag, but now looks like the top. You can make that kind of like the head in the mouth. And so when you move your fingers, like you're waving with just your fingers, you can make the mouth talk. So you've kind of already got that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting. But Polly, mine sort of looks like a worm. Like it doesn't have many facial features. So that's where the yarn and any other cool supplies you have comes in. Oh. I would use like sock. Most simply, you could get a marker. My fabric markers. And you could draw a face on that bottom flat. Okay, I have that. If you've got like other colored paper, construction paper around. Yeah. Any color? And scissors mm. and a grown-up. Yeah, scissors and a grown-up. To hang out with while you have your scissors in your hand. Exactly. You cut out <laughs> eyes and a nose. I like using lots of different layers of paper or fabric to really make the colors pop and to make it look more kind of three-dimensional. And then if you've got some yarn... How many balls of yarn do you say you have? 200. That seems like quite a lot of yarn. I have a lot of yarn, actually. Yes, absolutely, definitely. Can you go get it? Very quick. Just get a couple of them. I have a lot of yarn because I have all these projects that I haven't done. <laughs> so there's a lot of yarn from the yarning that I'm not yarning. Hmm. Are you yarn- I haven't are yarned you yarning it yet. to yarn? I'm yarning, yarning to yarn. to use that yarn. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. You could basically use yarn for the whole thing. Cut up the yarn into whatever length you want. Maybe like sew or glue little pieces of yarn to the head as like hair. You could use long strings of yarn to be long hair. You could glue it onto the top of the head as long hair. Make it some hair. Can Mm -hmm. I do some long and some short? You could do some long, some short. I also like to use yarn for like detail work. So for like kind of thin lines. So you could make like eyebrows or eyelashes. You could even like, if you wanted to make eyes just with yarn, you could do like put a little circle of glue and then carefully lay yarn on the circle. You could use yarn to make a little mouth for it, glue it in a smiley face. You could make it into whiskers on an animal or uh, a mustache. You could make it a mustache. Or a beard. You could even make it some ear hair. It could be nose hair or ear hair. Stuff like that. Can I do all those things? <laughs> yes, absolutely. With my giant bag that I have right here, I may make a giant puppet Ooh. with all that stuff. Ooh. Please, please do. I want to see it. Ah, this is what it sounds like. Oh, it, it already has a voice. <laughs> it, well, I just knew its voice before I could even see it. I just well, that's, ah, bah, 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 that's a very muppety voice. That's the universal sound for a giant paper bag puppet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs>
My name is Sock Puppet Monster Dude. <laughs> I am a monster puppet. That's scary. How do you turn a puppet into a character? Okay, so I think the way you built it and the way it looks is a big part of its personality or of its character. Mm-hmm. So if you could be thinking like that voice Polly's been making, that big rawr, if you want it to kind of look like a big monster, you know, the slant of the eyebrows is a big mm. part of giving it a personality. If it's got its eyebrows pointed down, it looks kind of mad or mean. Mm-hmm. But you could play with it the size of the eyes, the size of the mouth and the features. Big exaggerated features might kind of m- match that big loud rawr kind of mm. character. Oh, so you're saying once I get this made in the future and I saw what I made, it might give me some ideas about what the personality of it might be and what it might sound like. Absolutely. And I could also try some things out and I might be able to find some interesting or funny or wonderful combinations by doing things that I might expect or things I might not expect. Yeah, totally. So I feel like what the puppet looks like is a, is a good first step. Okay, first step. But then you want to start experimenting with what it sounds like yeah. and how it moves. Hmm. Oh, moves. So you could put your hand inside of it. Yeah. And it might be fun to kind of start by doing pantomime. Pantomime? Where you're like not making any sound. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's oh, pantomime? Oh. Is it like my pants? My pants of mine? Pants of mine. Pants of yeah. mine. Jeans or corduroys. Is it when mimes are wearing pants? Well, let's hope mimes are wearing pants, but no. Okay. You're getting closer though. Yeah. Okay. Pantomime is like when you're playing charades, acting something out in a big exaggerated way without making any sound. No sounds. Mm. Similar to what a mime street performer might do, right? Opposite of podcast. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So... Now, a paper bag puppet is, you know, it's a little bulky. It doesn't have a lot of um, very nuanced or like. I don't know movement. what you're talking about, Andy Redyarn. <laughs> oh, Polly, your bag is dancing like a ballerina. That's so uh, elegant. I do twirl now. Ensemble, <laughs> So, does your character want to do like big, kind of wild and crazy movements? Yes. <laughs> Or small, subtle movements. You know, you can start small and then go big. See how it wants to move. See what it wants to do with its head. And then you can start adding sounds and voice. Hi. Hello. So this is a big combination of making art you can see, making Mm -hmm. art you can hear, and Mm -hmm. making art that you can move. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to do all those things when you're inventing a new character and a new puppet for your show. Yeah. When I first started, I was building a lot of my own puppets, but over the years, I've gotten to know all of these incredible artists here in Portland, where I live, who are puppet builders and artists who help bring these characters to life. So it's kind of this collaboration and mutual exploration. I can have an idea of what I want the character to be, but until I have that puppet on my hand, I don't really know who it's going to be until I start exploring with the puppet on my hand. So sometimes someone else makes the part of the art that you can see. Yep. And Mm. then you make the part of the art that you can hear and And move. move. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you don't have to be good at all those parts. Yeah, you could work with someone to make a character. Yeah. I think that's really cool because one thing we think about a lot, parents and kids, Mm. is we think about our ideas and our inventions and we think about how to combine them. Yeah, yeah. and how to play with them once we've made them. With other people's ideas and how we can do that so that everyone is having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. 
that word that you used, collaboration. 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 Yeah, that's Pantomime. a really yarny word. Andy. <laughs> going down at the town hall. The crowd gathering round at the town hall. They're making quite a rowdy kind of sound, y'all. Lots of talking and a shouting going round, y'all. I think we'll go and see what's going down, y'all. See why everybody's meeting at the town hall, at the town hall meeting, at the town hall meeting. All the neighbors are speaking, all the neighbors are speaking. To the folks that got leading, folks that got leading. Hearing what we're feeling, hearing what we're feeling. We may be disagreeing, maybe disagreeing. But our hearts are beating, our hearts are. Andy, have you or any of the critters made it to a town hall meeting in Portland, Oregon? Yes, in fact. Yeah, but there is a lot of in Portland right now are big protests. And that's kind of like a town hall meeting. But in the past, I've gone to city council meetings, PTA meetings, and uh, neighborhood gatherings. A lot of people get together and sort of talk about what they're thinking about and what they're worried about and what they'd like to see happen in our city. So there's a lot of civic engagement right now in Portland. meetings in our house in the morning. <laughs> in our meetings that we have in our house, it's a chance for everybody to be seen and heard <laughs> and share either something they're thinking about or feeling or some information hmm. or if they have plans yeah. or they want to make plans, especially if they need to be made with other people. Hmm. Then we talk about them so that we can all be making plans together. Yeah. I think that happens in a lot of meetings and town hall meetings, too. So keep on trying, yeah, so town hall meeting is similar in a lot of ways to your family meetings, but it's a chance for people from a town or a neighborhood or a city or even people from all over state to talk with the people who are in charge and let them know what they're thinking about. Make plans together and be seen and be heard. Same kind of things you try to do in your family meetings. At the town hall meeting. 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 There's so many ways to be active right now, and I think even kids and families can partake in that if they're inspired. We can all be part of the change. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> even even Me you. Me too. But I need a face first. <laughs> protest signs is a big craft and making component of protests. Oh, so we can take all those materials that we have for all our yeah. art projects. Our markers, our yarns, yep. our paper bags. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff, and we can use that to make... Protest puppets. <laughs> or, or or signs that people can see. Yeah. yeah. Signs. I mean, it could be as simple as a, a piece of cardboard with, you know, writing out what, what you're thinking about, whether that says Black Lives Matter or another message that you come up with yourself. You could make a sign and decorate it and draw on it and use different colors and materials. 
Um, but Andrew, you mentioned protest puppets, and there's actually is a long tradition of people making big, big puppets to use in protests. Oh, really? There's an old company in the Northeast called Bread and Puppet Theater. Bread and Puppet Theater. They're known for their big protest puppets. Oh, we actually know somebody who was in Bread and Puppet, Polly. We do? Yeah, yeah. Gosh, um, we know so many amazing people. <laughs> yeah. Isn't life great? Yeah, it was uh, Angela DeVeglia in Providence. Angela DeVeglia. Yeah. I love her. Should we oh, give yeah. her a call? Yeah, definitely. Let's call her. Bring, bring. Hello? Angela. Hello. <laughs> Tell us about Bread and Puppet. What is Bread and Puppet? Bread and Puppet is a political puppet theater that is in northern Vermont. Mm-hmm. It started in New York City yeah. during the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. They started doing protest puppetry and they continue doing it now. How big do the puppets get? The puppets get big. <gasps> if you work as a puppeteer, you get giant muscles. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever moved one of them? I've definitely moved them. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time moving them. I used to have really big muscles. There is this really giant alligator head that's on a cart with lots and lots of paper mache teeth <gasps> um, that they built with some kids in a workshop in East Harlem. Oh my gosh. How big is the alligator head? Probably about five feet long. <gasps> Five a lot. That's like a Tyrannosaurus size head. It's really big. It has many, many paper mache teeth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like the body is made of giant, giant pieces of fabric. 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 Fabric, thread, or yarn. Mm-hmm. And then the head is on a really tall stick. You'll see like a, a giant 10 or 12 foot tall puppet with one or two people are working the body and t- and one person is on each of the arms. One person holds the tall stick with the head and then... Each of the hands is on a really tall stick, and one person holds each of the sticks for the hands. And then the feet are on really long sticks, and one person holds each of the feet sticks. And so it takes five people just to move that puppet, and they all have to learn how to move together. How does making a big puppet let you say something that you couldn't say or that might be harder to say without a big puppet? People love taking pictures of giant puppets. (laughs) And so it can help get your message out because someone might not pay attention to you if you're just walking. They might be like, oh, I don't agree with those guys. They're just walking. Yeah, they're just walking. They're just walking. But if you have a really big puppet, someone from the newspaper might want to take a picture and print it in the newspaper. Mm. And then it'll say in the newspaper, these people are at the protest because of this thing that they care about. So it's a good way to visually get newspapers or people who don't know about you or about what you care about to pay attention. It's eye-catching. <laughs> it is eye-catching. Giant puppets. Yeah. yeah, and then also it can help to tell the story about what's happening. You can tell people the facts about something you care about, about something you believe in, but you also can tell a story about it so that people can feel what it is that you feel about it. And puppets can be part of what you use to help tell that story. Puppets have had a role in protests in the past, but making protest signs is another way to do that. Um, If you're into like printmaking or making smaller cards, you can make postcards and and then write your thoughts and beliefs on those postcards and mail them to your city councilors or your mayor or your congresspeople. So there's a lot of ways in which art and activism can, can combine. Like threads combining to make a yarn. Yarn. 
Aw, yarn ya. <laughs> Thanks for sharing about your inventions, your characters, your critters. Yeah, absolutely. And your music with our friends here on Ear Snacks. Thank you all so much for having me. I love your show. <laughs> Thanks, man. Bye. All right. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Yard. See yarn later. <laughs> And that's our show. Thanks, Yarn, for listening to your snacks. <laughs> yarn, y'all, for Yarn into Yarn Snacks. <laughs> Thank you to Lila, Gertie, Dot, Andrew, and their parents. Thank you. For being on Ear Snacks. And sharing what you know about yarn. Thank you so much to Red Yarn, also known as Andy Ferguson, for sharing about puppet making and protest puppets. You can find his amazing music on internet, <laughs> on place where you get music. We hope you'll do it. You can find more songs like the song you heard, Town Hall Meeting, at redyarnproductions.com. And thanks to our old friend, Angela DeVeglia. Thanks, Angela! For sharing about her experience with Bread and Puppet. Yeah, absolutely. It's really nice to talk to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You can find more at breadandpuppet.org web pages whatnot <laughs> if you pull on them yarns you might get somewhere i've known angela Deveglia as long <laughs> as, as there long has been ago. internet as youtube no 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 no. long is as long ago as when we used to call them web pages <laughs> when that was the appropriate term <laughs> i love a good web page do you like a yarn about a web page <laughs> I know the episode's over. Can, yeah. can we do yeah. one more thing? Sure. E yarn. Bye, yarn. Bye-bye. I dare you to find a better word to say. <laughs> Bye, yarn. In four little letters? Good word. Did you see what it did? <laughs> so much. So much, yarn. Yarn. See ya later. Your snack is made by Andrew and Polly. Thanks for listening.